Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast. My name is Steve Moylan, and today I've got another artist from the 2015 Adelaide Fringe. I'm joined on the line by Shamim from Perth. Uh, she's coming to Adelaide at the end of her national tour to promote a brand new album called The Second City. Uh, she'll play the Royal Croquet Club on the 1st of March in Victoria Square and joins me on the line now. Hello, Shamim, how are you? Very good. How are you going? All right, thank you. Um, got to say, I've just uh, been listening to the album today, your publicist. Uh, gave me a link so I could have a listen to it. This is uh, called The Second City. And it's mm-hmm. really, really beautiful. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> I could ask you whether you get your ideas, but that's a really naff question. Sort of, <laughs> where do you get where do you get your sound from? It's such a beautiful sound. Oh, the sound. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a question I don't get very often. I, don't, I do get the other one very often, is that <laughs> where do you get your ideas from? Um... I think I get it from listening to a great variety of music because um, even even my husband said to me the other day, how do you choose what you listen to in a day? Because, you know, he'll, he'll hear me playing my music in my room and it'll be classical music or it'll be um, progressive rock or it'll be folk or it'll be indie electronic or it'll be old school R&B or it'll be new school R&B and, you know, you never know what it's going to be. Um, and I think maybe just listening to a very wide variety of music um, gives me that sound. And But probably also my love for soul music and for jazz as well probably comes out a lot. Yeah. So which which artists really inspire you when you're, when you're creating music and when you listen to it? Um, oh, so many artists. I could, I could list hundreds. If I, if I had to boil it down to a few, I'd say one of my biggest inspirations is Sting. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, just because he, you know, writes just really beautiful songs, um, beautiful both musically and lyrically, and, um, yeah, and because he has transcended genres over the years, and I really love how he's managed to do that with his career. And um, I really love Michael Jackson, because he's got amazing songs as well. Like, he doesn't write all of them, but just his choice of songs is just amazing. And his and, vocal um, range is just phenomenal. His voice is really phenomenal. He's um, he's so expressive when he sings. Um, yeah, and I just I love how groovy his music is. Like groove and rhythm are really important to me. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that, I think there there are a couple of my biggest inspirations. If I had to name a couple. And you you like really storytelling with your songs as well, because both Sting and some of the songs Michael Jackson does are all very very story driven and just really, really driven. They've all got messages and stuff like that in them. Are you, are you big, big on story? Yeah, I'm really big on story. And, like, um, you know, one of my... When I was first starting to write songs when I was in high school, I was listening a lot to Jewel. Yeah, Jewel, the folk singer? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I listened to her heaps, and, like, she's all about the story. And I, you know, I know she's it's pretty far away from my what kind of music I write, but I was really... In, inspired by how she manages to paint beautiful pictures of things that happen in life. And, um, yeah, to me, I, I love to even talk to the audience at a show and, you know, before I sing a song and tell them a bit about the story behind the song and, yeah, have that nice little personal connection with the audience. Awesome. I think the best way to kind of get a feel for you is to listen to the music. So I'm going to kind of break into the middle of the interview here and I'm going to play your mm-hmm. song. I'm going to play the, the brand new single you're promoting at the moment, which is called Under One Sun, and just kind of floored me. So for the next four minutes, you're going to hear that, yep. and then we'll come back, and then we'll talk yeah. some more about uh, that song as well. So this is Under One Sun by Shamim uh, from The Second City. Ooh, 
That's Under One Sun. It's absolutely amazing. It's a really, really well-produced song. Um, Shameen, what, what's that song about for you? 
Um, it's about how all of humanity comes from one common root. And um, it, it baffles me all the time that if, you know, if we all have common ancestors, you know, scientists have discovered, they've concluded that, you know, all of humanity is descended from the same group of ancestors in, you know, Africa thousands and thousands of years ago. If we're all related by blood, why do we treat some people different to how we treat other people? Like, it's always baffled me. And um, so, yeah, I guess this song is really trying to highlight that we're all human beings. We all live on the same planet. We need to get life from the same sun in the sky. So we should behave in the same way, you know, um, towards each other. And, you know, it's it's such a, it's an obvious thing to think. It's an obvious thing to believe. And it's an obviously true thing. It's just, it's, yeah. it's just impossible. Like, it's impossible the way people kind of react to that kind of idea as though it's it's wrong. It's very, very strange. Yeah, and, and people will often say, yes, I believe that or I agree with that, but then they'll behave in ways that are contrary to that. And um, it's, it's, I guess it's more of a subconscious thing, you know, that when you see someone who looks different to you, that you feel fear or you feel uncertainty and so you, you know, you act in a different way. It's, so it's not a conscious thing often, it's a subconscious thing. So we have to really think very hard about how it applies in our lives every day, I think. Yeah, and have you ever, I mean, we've all been sometimes a victim of, of I don't want to say abuse like that. I, it's kind of, it's kind of it, it is abuse, but it's kind of lighter than that kind of term. Have you been the victim of that kind of people judging you by the way you look as you've grown yeah, up? Yeah, um... I luckily I'm I'm very fortunate in that because I'm a mixed race person I don't look like a particular race <laughs> so people look at me and they don't know how to judge me and so I've in some ways I've escaped a lot of racism and prejudice in that way but people you know you know have trouble accepting that I'm an Australian and that yes I was born here and yes I belong here <laughs> sometimes and so I and I've seen with my own eyes how people who you know, who do look more obviously like they are Chinese or Aboriginal or something or other, you know, they do get stigmatised and put in the box. And that, uh, that's really just disgusting. Like, it is, yeah. If you're here, you've got disgusting. as much right to be here as anyone else. Like, it's, it's a, yeah. Yeah, just, that's right. And just it's... butt out and just let everyone live their life. It's just, yeah, really, really <laughs> horrible. I know. And you know what? I, I say that, but I say that because I get it sometimes, but it's it's reduced over the years. And I think as, as far as I can see, you know, Australia is becoming a more accepting society. Um, mm. There's always going to be people who aren't. But um, I think... I think as multiculturalism grows and as more people come here from elsewhere, you know, society has become a richer place and consciousness is growing about, you know, how to live side by side with people who are so diverse. Mm. And we're always improved by immigration. We're improved by the differences of people around us and kind of getting that variety because you get, you know, different points of view and different points of view can enlighten in different ways. And it's really, really important to have not just one view of what's right and what's wrong and kind of yeah, get different absolutely. people around you. It makes life so much more interesting. Absolutely. I, I once read this beautiful um, little quotation from um, some writings that it was about how humanity is like a garden in which there are flowers of every different colour and if all the flowers 
with the same colour, it would the garden would lose its charm and its beauty. And I think in the same way, if we were all this, you know, if we all came from one culture, we wouldn't benefit, um, and there would be no beauty, and there would be no, yeah. Um, it would be harder to find out, I think, what the truth is, you know, if we're trying to find the best solution to things because we wouldn't, like you said, we wouldn't hear different points of view and, you know, learn from other people in that mm. way. And are you in, mm. you inspired by any philosophers or any philosophies? Yeah, um, I think I'm, I'm inspired by a lot of philosophers. I'm, I'm also really inspired by the writings of the Baha'i faith mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, and some poets as well. So, yeah. A real mix. Definitely. Yeah, a real mix. But that's that's the thing, isn't it? Is that um, I think the more places you take inspiration from, the more rich your own life and your own experience becomes. Just like you know, taking inspiration from different cultures. And I think yeah, absolutely. And that's a, that's a good way to live your life. And it's also something that really seems to come through in your music as well. Is sort of I don't know whether I don't know how much of it comes from you and your writing because you've written, have you written all the songs on your album? Yeah, I wrote all of them. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> to be applauded, it doesn't happen often enough. <laughs> and you get you kind of get that benefit in that whole album is is you and you know you've you've structured it really beautifully and there's this there's these interludes here and there's at least I think let me there's three interludes within the album kind of that structure is a very classical mm. structure you see that in classical music so I'm guessing that's where you got that inspiration from. Yeah, a bit of that and maybe some other albums I've listened to where there was like a a running theme throughout the album as well yeah and what's your what's your running theme of your album the running theme is that um we should be thankful for things in life um and it's interesting because there's a couple of songs on the album which are more personal and um where i sort of talk a bit about some of the um, difficult times i've been through with a couple of close relationships in the last couple of years yeah and but the overall theme is to be thankful because even when you're going through a really difficult time there's always something to be thankful for so yeah that's that's the running theme throughout the album awesome and uh you are you're on tour at the moment i think you played in uh, perth earlier on this month and uh you're out to adelaide to close the tour so you'll have been everywhere else and then you'll get adelaide to finish things off in the best place possible, the Royal Croquet, Royal Croquet Club in Ukiah in Victoria Square on March the 1st for your concert in Adelaide. Um, what can we expect from that? I'm guessing it's going to be a lot of great music. Yeah, so I'm taking my full band with me on tour, so there's all six of us coming on tour. Wow. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a big tour, so hopefully we won't be too sleepy by the end of it. <laughs> oh, no, Adelaide's going to just invigorate you with how alive we are at that time of year. I'm sure. I'm so excited because everyone's like, oh, Adelaide Fringe is the bomb, you know, its reputation precedes it. So um, I'm really looking forward to that show. Um, yeah, you can look forward to my band. We're going to play some songs from the album and and maybe some songs from our previous couple of recordings. And I'm going to chat to the audience and tell them a bit about the stories behind the songs as we play them. And my band members are amazing musicians. So if you've heard my album, we're going to to be stretching out the songs a bit longer than what you hear on the album. And they're going to be improvising and, you know, um, shining in the spotlight a little bit. Yeah. You should run a recorder over it and release it as a live album. Yeah, I've, I've often thought about that. Sometimes, you know, we do a, a show and after it's like, that was so cool, band sounded awesome. I just want to, yeah, release that. Maybe we will do it one day. Who and knows? your music it feels like your music and your songs as well because they're your songs. They they would, um, 
stretched to be able to be extended and played with in a live mm. situation so you can kind of ad-lib a lot through the music as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I guess, you know, um, I, I studied jazz music and a lot of that, of that is about spontaneity and improvising. So yeah. I, I love doing that. I think it's really special to be able to do that live and it gives the audience something that they won't get, you know, when they just listen to a CD or something. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Shamine, I better let you go. You've got a big tour ahead of you and we can't wait for you to come to Adelaide as part of the Second City Tour. Uh, we're going to play the Royal Croquet, Royal Croquet Club. I'm struggling on that every time I say it. I uh, know. <laughs> in Victoria Square on the 1st of March at 5.30pm. So it's an early show. You can go and see some other things afterwards. Um, yeah. But Shamine, thank you so much for your inter- uh, for the interview today and uh, an excellent album people should check out as well. And you can go to shamimemusic.com to get more information on Shamine and her album and have a listen to the rest of the the songs as well. Thank you so much for your time today and uh, have a great fringe when you get here. Yay, thank you for having me. For more, visit linkadelaide.com.au Check us out at facebook.com forward slash linkadelaide or tweet us at linkadelaide.